In this segment of It's Scary to Remarry, I want to discuss what is emotional neglect. What's up, Bravehearts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. And I want to talk about a topic that is very important in our relationship, something that we really don't discuss, something that we're really not aware of if we don't take to process uh, this thing called emotional neglect and how it works on the people, how it affects the people that we love. And are we aware of our emotions and how we treat others and validating their feelings? So as I looked up this definition, I got it from the book Developmental Behavioral Pediatrics, and they define emotional neglect as a relationship pattern in which an individual's affectional needs are consistently disregarded, ignored, and validated or unappreciated by a significant other. I thought that was really good. And I'm going to get into the disregarding of feelings and being ignored and feeling invalidated. Now, I want to talk about three different phases as far as this emotional neglect, uh, neglecting work because we're going to talk about the childhood part and being emotionally neglected. And then we're going to get into uh, when you're in, in the dating stage, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, what does that look like in your dating process? And then what does it look like when you're going into marriage and how that affects your uh, your spouse? So let's jump into the the beginning of it and how our parents treat us if if we have been emotionally neglected. Now here, according to psychology today, here are some phrases that parents use when it comes to them emotionally neglecting their children. Parents say, you really don't feel that way. It wasn't that bad. It's not worth getting upset about. Stop being so dramatic. I don't know about you, but I've been guilty of telling my kids that. Um, and I'm realizing that that's something that I have to work on as well and validating their feelings. Now, it might not be that serious to you because you're the adult, but to your kids, to your teenagers, like whatever they're dealing with is serious. It's the world to them. And we have to learn how to validate their feelings. So that way they know how to cope um, in a healthy way and how to manage their feelings and their emotions. And we can help them as parents. So according to psychology today, um, during my study, I seen there was actually nine, but I thought seven of them were really good that as you enter your adulthood, seven signs that you might have suffered from childhood neglect. One of them is afraid of relying on others, reject offers of help, support, and care. You have a hard time identifying strengths, weaknesses, likes, and dislikes, and life goals. You are harder on yourself than you will be a stranger. You lack self-compassion. Now, I thought this one was really good because I think we have to learn how to be more kind to ourselves internally because a lot of us, including me, I'm very hard on myself on the inside, but I would, I would treat a stranger or a coworker or a friend like really nice. And I need to learn how to be um, more kind to myself internally as far as the narrative that I give myself. So self-compassion is a real important one. Uh, you are easily overwhelmed and give up quickly. You have low self-esteem. You are extra sensitive to rejection. You believe you are deeply flawed and that there's something about you that is wrong, even though you can't name what it is. And when it comes to emotional neglect, I think this is huge for men 
because for us, we aren't afraid to express our feelings. We're always taught to suck it up and take it like a man and not cry. And then sometimes we worry about our boys because we don't want them crying too much because we don't want them to grow up to be chumps, <laughs> you know. So uh, as fathers, we really have to be careful in our approach and how we treat our boys. I think we do a pretty good I think we do pretty good with our girls as far as raising them and helping them be in tune with their emotions, but we have to be more careful with our boys. Now, let's jump into like your dating years and what does emotional neglect look like? So here is, you know, these are your young and dumb years, right? These are when you, when you're older and you're an adult, you was like, oh, I was, you know, I was young and dumb. So <laughs> these are, these are the years right here. So when you get into this dating scene, now you're in your late teens, early 20s, shoot, maybe your early teens, I don't know. But because when you're dating someone, the guy uh, or the girl you're dating, they aren't in tune as much with their with their feelings yet. Like they, the whole frontal lobe haven't fully developed, developed yet. So they really don't know how to give you, uh, to, to treat you emotionally well as they should. So this is one of the reasons why dating early, I don't think is really the best thing for our teenagers because they are learning. And a lot of times guys, especially us, we really don't, aren't in touch with our feelings. So we really don't know how to treat um, our young ladies the way we should in our early teenage years. So there might be some verbal abuse going on. We don't know how to process our feelings. So as a woman, you're trying to figure out what's wrong with him. He can't figure it out. And it's frustrating you as a young lady because he can't even tell you. And it comes out in other ways. It might come out in other ways through um, sleeping with multiple women or drugs or alcohol, like not knowing how to process your emotions. You don't know how to tell this person what you're feeling. So you end up taking it out in other ways. And especially for my younger people, I know that it's hard to um, be in touch with your emotions. And you have to realize too, you have to stop asking people for something that they can't give you. Like if someone is emotionally neglecting you is because a lot of times they they can't process it themselves they don't even have the slightest idea and how they should process their feelings and how they really feel um and there's a lot of people who who will possibly never get in touch with their feelings because they probably dealt with some pain from the past that's too painful to deal with today and they just don't want to deal with those personal life issues. So when it comes to their emotions, they just shut down and they're not able to give you the emotional feelings that, that you need, that we all need. Now, after your young and dumb years, as, as I call it, you know, you get married and then all of a sudden you, you mature now, right? You mature and the problem is you feel good, but you don't know you have issues. Right. So you're going into marriage. You don't know. And this is why counseling is important. So you don't know you have these issues. You don't know how to deal with the emotional neglect that's happened to you in your childhood. That's happened to you in your early dating years. And you you're now coming into the marriage with some pain because of what happened in your past and not knowing how to deal with your emotions in a healthy way. You take it to the marriage altar. You think everything is good until he says something wrong to you. Or she says something wrong to you, and now you're, you're triggered. So remember, you know your your feelings were never validated when you were a child. So you don't know 
how to validate someone else's feelings because you're hurting. And like I said before, you can't help someone um, when you're not when you're not helping yourself. You got to be able to get to help yourself before you can help someone else. And when you're dealing with emotions, uh, it can be very tricky at times. So check this out. The, the perfect example, because I want to talk about, like I said earlier, about the disregard of feelings and how you can feel invalidated. And that's a form of emotional neglect. So a perfect example of disregard is this. Let's let's talk let's talk about like the Black Lives Matter, right? We talk about that, we say Black Lives Matter, you know, and we're talking about specifically Black Lives Matter. But if you tell someone else that that's maybe not Black, they might say, well, all lives matter, you know, or, or this matter or that matter. But you're like, I'm not talking about you right now. Like, it's my time. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter and what we are dealing with as well. So what happens is what's, do, what's going on during this time is they're not validating what you're telling them because they're taking the spotlight off of what you're dealing with and they want to make it more into uh, a broad issue when you're just trying to express yourself. And that's a form of emotional neglect, especially when you're um, going, when you're married and say, if your wife is trying to talk to you about how hard it is to be a woman in today's society, but you want to top things off and be like, well, as a man, this is all the stuff that I go through. That's emotional neglect. You're not giving them the space to vent because now you're taking the spotlight off of them and you're putting it on yourself. And that's something that we need to practice as well. Uh, I always look at this as like coffee, you know, the, you got your coffee mug and you have your 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 coffee kettle, right? You have to be in a, in a posture of receiving when someone is telling you about how they feel. And that's just like when you pour the coffee in the cup, the cup is receiving. You have to have that kind of receiving spirit well someone when someone can talk to you about what they're dealing with and you're not thinking about how you're going to respond but you're going to think about how you can cater to their feelings and help them to be able to feel better opposed to just everything that you're going through it's a time and a place for everyone's feelings but if you have a spouse that's telling you about something like let them vent give them them their time Here's another one about um, unavailable, unavailable people that hurts you emotionally. They don't have empathy for you. They can't give you empathy because they don't have it themselves. So you have to be at a place where you are emotionally mature to be able to help somebody um, emotionally. And then that way you both can heal and that person will become better in time and they'll, they'll be able to help you in its season, but you have to be able to let people vent. So when you get into this place of marriage, because marriage is more of like a mirror, marriage shows you a reflection of who you are. You're going to spend the rest of your life with this person. You have to make sure that you give them the space that they need um, when it comes to their personal issues, because sometimes some people won't open up to you. If you if you're not giving them the emotional space that they need. So let's talk about this. Let's expand your vocabulary when it comes to how you feel with emotional neglect. I want to give you some examples, because once we start using different words for the way that we feel, maybe it can help 
the other person kind of validate your feelings and what you're going through. So let me give you some examples. Instead of saying the word fearful, you would use words like helpless, worthless, or insignificant. If you're angry, you can use words like betrayed, disrespected, or violated. If you're sad, you can use words like empty, hurt, or vulnerable. If you're happy, you can use words like aroused, valued, and accepted. If you use the word bad, you can replace it with out of control, stressed, or overwhelmed. So when you start to use these words, now maybe that person can key in on how you really feel. Because the word fearful, if you just said I'm fearful, like that's a, a big word. And somebody might overlook what you're saying because we use the word fearful so much. So once you start getting deeper in your vocabulary and trying to help someone understand what you're dealing with, maybe they'll have the tendency to tune in a little more so they can understand what you're saying. So going through emotional neglect is no easy thing. I've been a person who have exhibited uh, emotional neglect. Um, and you can't, you can't just see it. Like it's something that you have to be aware of. And if someone is telling you about it, take the time to learn how to listen and not be so defensive because a lot of times we get defensive because someone might tell us how we feel and it might be something personal, but you have to be able to listen to what they say and then be able to comfort them in their time of need because there's a time where you're going to want to be heard and someone to validate your feelings. So that's very important. I know this has been a long video, but there was a lot of information I wanted to get to you on this emotional neglect. I might do a part two. I don't know. We'll see how the response goes for this one. But I think emotional neglect is something that we all need to address when it comes to our relationships. Have you ever been emotionally neglected? I want to hear in the comments below. And how did you fix it? Or how did your significant other help you through this process or your spouse? I would like to know. Uh, leave a comment below. Make sure that you like and subscribe the video. You can also uh, hit the little bell also to get a notification so you could be one of the first people to get the video. Share this video with a friend. Share it with a spouse, brother, sister. This is Sean Heineman at It's Scary to Be Mary, wanting you to love fearlessly. Take care, people.